Welcome to Herman Legend with your hosts, Smartwatch, Neil and Chris, and Oz. Hello and welcome to this week's Urban Legend, the internet podcast about urban legends and myths and tales and that kind of thing. We are the internet's biggest Urban Legend web- website. Oh, it's gone bad, isn't it? <laughs> podcast based on volume. Uh, I am. The- I mean, we might be. We might be the biggest website. I don't know. We might be. We might be both. But there is a website on Acast, isn't there? So who knows? There is, yeah, that's true. So I've I am been tracking that number. I mean, it'd be weird if the numbers for that were through the roof and then the podcast wasn't going as well as we like it. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe, I mean, I did the specific brief that I gave the web designers was to make the podcast seem off-putting. So yeah. I mean, they've, they've fulfilled their brief, really, haven't they? No well, I mean, the thing uh, is, you could thing is, listeners, you could you know waste an hour of your time just listening to all of this. You just go and read the summary. It's probably just, yeah. Get about your day a bit quicker, really. You know? Yes, a lot, lot quicker. And the summary is often funnier than the actual content. Yeah, you uh, get a couple of laughs out of that, which, you know. Yeah, a little chuckle, move on. Three out of the hour, then you take, take that hit. Yeah, so I should uh, I should introduce us. I am the third most popular Minecraft YouTuber, Chris Flynn. And with me, the other voice which you heard is uh, Hedge Fund Wizkid. He's only 12 years old. It is Mr. Neil Herbert. Hi Neil, how's uh? Oh, hi Neil, how are the hedge funds? Yeah, very funny. My my voice literally just broke this weekend. So oh really? Not, none of that fun. They, so yeah. you you're becoming a man. They're dangling now. Oh, hey, none of that talk on that. You're not you're not in your hedge fund office now no. with all your toxic masculinity. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> what goes down there. Um, so when did you when did you start doing hedge funding, like a sort of Doogie House refinance? Yeah, well, I think just you know just really ahead of the pack, really, because um, you know obviously you know my my mother and father, you know, mm. they, they, God, they, God rest they, their soul. They they grew up quite sort of poor, you know. They they yeah. only had like about you know three hundred million and a couple of emerald mines in the bank. So, oh dear! Uh, so I wasn't able to get much of a leg up into the. Were, they, were, they, were these oh a, <laughs> these apartheid era mines? I mean, ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lies. Okay, um, move on. Moving swiftly on. Um, no, so, you know, just like with a, with a little bit of a bit of a fun in there. So, yeah, and I've always been interested in sort of making money. Um, did you um, did you learn the ropes uh, using microtransactions in uh, computer games? Well, no, I used, to, I used to sort of like early on, I used to be able to sort of design the microtransactions. That was one of the things the family got into as well as a, because oh, you do a bunch enough. of capital as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed, like, trying to engineer systems where you could sort of, like, get money out of uh, people with less did, money than me. Give did, it you, me. did you design a McDonald's in Second Life or something and then sold it to McDonald's because they thought the Second Life was going to be a really big thing? Yeah, no, there's a few of those, weren't there? McDonald's. Yeah. I think did that um, that Lint chocolate store that I can't remember which one <laughs> that went in there. It was in some, some virtual reality metaverse. Yeah. We uh, designed the legs, the Mark Zuckerberg's meta. Yeah, you did. Um, you did a Woolworths, of course, um, which Woolworths bought, which actually bankrupted them. Yeah, actually bankrupted them. But you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, I made you know three hundred mil out of that deal. So, oh, nice. And then, so you took all that money and started up a hedge fund at the age of what ten was it? Yeah, it was was um, just going into double figures. I think there was some 
But I, I tried to apply and it was nine and a half. But uh, yeah, there was some some legal impediments. But no, they yeah, just yeah. had yeah. decent lawyers under my. Was that was that, was that that was the only law that they had? Was it? Yeah. So I hear that that's actually been rescinded recently as well. Yeah, so yeah. yeah th- thanks to some lobbying, mm. some some friendly um, some friendly parliamentarians who managed to uh, manage to the book. Nice, that's well, a bit of that EU red tape that we wanted rid of. You know, did you? Well, there's quite a lot of lobbying in Brussels as well. To be fair, <laughs> well, yeah, this is this is true. Yeah, so um, politics in general. So what kind of uh, area do you focus in or do you not? Are you kind of like an angel investor or do you focus on commodities, futures, um, you know, natural gas? Well, um, you know, I'm very much one of those kind of effective altruists. Um, mm. <laughs> so I decided I want to make as much money as quickly as possible. So it's a Ponzi scheme. Make... I mean, that's a very cynical way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just because I haven't decided where I'm going to distribute my charitable endeavours yet, I don't think there's any reason to take that though. It's just resting in the Cayman Islands, yeah. <laughs> well, I've earned it. Yeah, well, yeah, sort of, sort of. You're a good salesman. I'll give you that. Well, yeah, Wolf of Wall Street's got nothing on me, and you know they they, they always think they can outsmart a kid. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah, nice. So you're very sort of. Do you so you out? Do you consider it to be? Very much like your Macaulay Culkin and their the two robbers, like the the banking establishment. are like the two robbers in Home Alone, and you're like Macaulay Culkin, like running rings around them. Is that is that the kind of image that you're going for? I mean, it's it'll it'll work. Yeah, yeah, will work. So, um, so I could buy that whole street. Mm. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? Because like. Um, I remember someone talking about this kind of when people in Britain sort of saw stuff like Home Alone, like they were meant to be kind of like a working class family and they lived in like a mansion compared to like what we live in in the US. Well, I think they generally just do have bigger homes in the US. Yeah, they more do. Land, yeah. Isn't there? But um, especially depending on where you live, I guess. Um, I mean, if you're in like an apartment in New York or something, I imagine that's pretty cramped for space. But uh, yeah, if you're kind of like, yeah, out, out, in the out, suburbs, in the suburbs, yeah. You probably got. You probably have a bigger place. Nice, you know, about twenty American flags on the. Well, your porch. parents, your parents live in the suburbs, don't they? Technically, the suburbs of Portslade. Is their house very much like that? I've not seen it. No, it's kind of like end of terrace. Mm. Um, three bedroom. Nice. One reasonably small. Um, Box room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pretty pretty small ones. It's sort of two and a half, really. But uh, it's it's all right size, not massive. And so that's what drove you on to the. To the um to the financial world. Oh yeah, I just forgot they're both at a hedge fund manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just started sort of they just thought it was funny, it'd be like, you know, living in an Edwardian village or something. Or you know, living like a it, well they're a bit like, you know, the the you know the lyric to common people. They just you know, they wanted to yeah. see what the other how the other half live. And I hate it, don't they? How the how the ninety nine point nine percent live. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, you know. So is there any uh so you know, if I had a thousand pounds to invest where would you suggest i do it oh you just want to put that into my um well probably i think the latest one i i've, I've just started getting onto is I'm, i've been moving into religion religion so, what, okay. yeah so i don't know if you've heard of prosperity gospel chris i have heard of the prosperity gospel yeah sounds, sounds so good if you give me that thousand pounds mm. and pray hard um mm-hmm. 
you know, I can guarantee, uh, guarantee, not guarantee, that you'll yeah, see not a hundredfold in investment. Really? Yeah. So, so the, I'd send that, send that to me, you know, get, get, get involved in the prosperity. So the, the better... Get on the ground floor on this. So the better that you do, then the more heaven I get? Is that it? Yes. But, well, basically, <laughs> uh, earthly and heavenly rewards will be will be yours for taking. But I'm not seeing a lot of... <clears throat> so I'm seeing a lot of prosperity gospel stuff in Nigeria, and I'm not seeing a huge increase in living standards for the people who go to the You've churches. got to take a long-term view with any investment, Chris. How, how long would this I would be? say as well, you know, if you actually read the New Testament, the trickle-down economics is explained very well by Jesus there. Is, is it as long-term that you will definitely see it um, one year after you, pa- you pass away? <laughs> is that... Okay, is it, I think you're just taking a very cynical view of it. I mean, well, I, you know, well, I, hey man, maybe, I, maybe it's just your immense financial ignorance that you. It could be, but it could be my ignorance. Yeah, um, you know, I've become very wary of uh, of the financial industry since it constantly um, makes things worse for everyone and then gets bailed out by taxpayers. And <laughs> Look, just when we're done lining our own pockets, I promise you there'll be plenty to go around. Mm. We've just got to grow the size of the pie. My favourite bit was when they we did quantitative easing, and so they gave the so the Bank of England gave the banks loads of money so that they would start lending again to get the economy going. But instead of that, they didn't start lending again, and they just used the money from quantitative easing to pay shareholders. Yeah. <laughs> At least look me in the face when you're fucking me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, we could do a whole other podcast on financial institutions. We? If we but, knew anything about finance, yeah, which you do, and I don't. Well, pretend me does. But, mm. but yeah. cool. All right. Well, uh, thanks, that Neil. That was very informative. Well, you're welcome. Say, so what got you into to, to Minecraft? So you're doing quite well. I'm doing very well. Popular. Um, I call That's myself pretty good. Yeah, third most popular um, because of my my builds. So I was um, I was really into Lego and stuff when I was a kid. Okay, but but um, I've got very uh, delicate hands, and also you know, as an adult going into the Lego shop, you know, well, those sharp edges hurt your hurt your fingers. Don't yeah, they? hurt my fingers. You end up treading on Lego. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's oh no, that's not pleasant. Um, not as bad as a three pin plug. Not as we explore in that great British design, but well, you ever done that? Tread on a plug, yeah. It's like, yeah, I, that's, I, that's I, I, I pay to do that sometimes, Neil. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> know what I'm saying. It's one of the many ways I get my kicks, yeah. Um, and also, you know, kind of, I was, you know, when Minecraft came out, I was kind of, I'd had something missing in my life for a long time that sort of creativity, but within bound, but, but within very strict yeah. rules, and um. You know, you can't go down to the Lego shop if you're, you know, hungover 28-year-old, can you? Because... Well, you can, but it causes a bit of a scene quite often. It causes a, yeah. it causes a scene. Um, and then Minecraft came out, so I could um, sort of fulfil those... Or in the privacy of your own home. In the privacy of my own boudoir. Um, yeah, so that's, I started doing that. That's a thing now, though, hasn't it, with Lego? Because you've got all of these, like... Um, I assume hmm. people aren't buying them for kids, but you'll get, like, I don't know, like... A Ghostbusters yeah, fire you get, station or 
you know, the Bridge Tower of London or whatever. You get very specific ones, which are... 300 or, quid or something, yeah. And they're kind of, yeah, they're kind of like just make model-making kits rather than sort of what I thought the idea of Lego was, which is, yes, you can make this out of it, but then you do what you want. Yeah, you know? creativity rather than yeah. just... Yeah. yeah, no, they got rid of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently there was a government mandate that came down and said it was... Uh, it was causing too many creators in the workforce. So, well, they don't earn enough money, um, and then they start having ideas about how things should mm. be. So, exactly, you know, you want to moderate that, really. If you can. We need more worker bees. That's what. Yeah, that's what they said. So, yes, yeah, so they've got very prescriptive models now, but that's I think it. you can still <laughs> finally. But um, yeah, so uh, moved to Minecraft and. Um, yeah, I just do lots of really big builds on there. Like um generally fairly phallic. Some of them are quite phallic. Uh yeah, I recently, why I pronounce it that way. I recently because um I don't know if you saw the drawings, but the uh in World War Two, you know, like the Nazis and Hitler and that, they Not had sure like, this is going. they had like uh, an idea of how they wanted like in, like Berlin to look. Like yeah. they were going to rebuild it all, so um, I can imagine that wasn't in any way horrifying and awful. It was quite grand. It was quite grand, and so I um so I built that, um and I will tell you what that got me a lot of new followers actually. Um, I think oh, okay. that, that's what actually so, boost, boosted me up. Recreating <laughs> Nazi era Germany in Minecraft. Then it's just well, it wasn't the only. You know, I've kind of re, I've, I've you know before that I was rebuilding stuff like um. Like uh, sort of archaeo- archaeological sites, like Gepetli uh, Tepe in uh, Turkey, um, and what's um, what's the one in Cambodia, the massive one? Oh, Angkor Wat, is it? Yeah, no, Angkor Wat, the, the, yeah. the, um, the, the big temple. If that's well, it's the biggest biggest in the world. Like, if you actually look at the footprint, so I, I redid that as it would have been at the time, and all that kind of stuff. It's going well, you know. I'd get get quite a lot of likes and stuff, but it wasn't until I um, did uh, new new Berlin that um, that it really took off, really. So that to resonate with some of um, that to resonate not, with not some the, some of the YouTubers. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't really look through my own comments because I think that that's actually you know there there be dragons, but um, but yeah, got... to be fair, that could be on any on any on anything. Yeah, oh, I'm wondering uh, sort of future Berlin as well from the forties because every like you know parallel dimension that went into the bad place that I've seen. There's always Zeppelins. So do they have a lot of Zeppelins and stuff there, whatever you call them, or dirigibles, I think. It's what's the, the flying kind of... The Zeppelin, uh, Zeppelins are a type yeah. of dirig- dirigible, like yeah. a Hoover is a type of vacuum cleaner. Yes, yeah. Um, oh, was, that, was that a brand then, Zeppelin? I can't remember. Yeah, it was what a... Yeah. yeah, it was a brand, yeah. You go, you go down your local dirigible shop and you go, yeah. got, any, got any Zeppelins in? Yeah. No, we've only got Hindenburg. We've only got Hindenburg. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I'll come back. Well, we've, we might smoke it out here. <laughs> <laughs> Not likely. Yeah. Oh, you got to be joking. Oh, um, you might There we go. Hindenburg jokes. Lovely. Uh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Who knows? Too soon. New Berlin jokes. Too soon. Um, yeah, so... Uh, so um I I've put, I've obviously put dirigibles in there um with big big crosses on them iron crosses um because you know I I still think that dirigibles are the future of long distance mass transport oh it's the most comfortable way to get from A to B isn't it 
Hey, look, quite, quite long-winded, but... Hey, look, if you're not in a rush, Neil, life's about the journey, yeah? It's not about oh, exactly. the getting there. It wants to be cooped up in some metal tube when you can be having, like, a lovely... You can be hung, when you can be hung in a metal tube underneath a big balloon. <laughs> yeah, but you, got, you can have, like, like, the big old dining suites and all that business in there, can't you? Because you have a big thing dangling from it. You think they're going to come back in a big way? Because I know that people keep trying, or there's lots of people developing them. Uh, too slow. But I think, quite... I think you'd, be one of, you'd be one of those things you maybe you could... Oh, you could be Sky Cruise. Because I don't know what the, what's the what's the distance you can go on those as well. Because if you go like across the ocean, oh, you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no. I don't think I think that would only be for like luxury travel and like even Concords doesn't exist anymore, does it? I just no. I think like people aren't prepared to pay those kind of prices because that's actually where the money goes. I was reading about this. Apparently, um, like economy on the seats on an airplane, I'm actually where they make most of their money is with first class and all the rest of it, and then just jam everyone else into the tube as much as possible just to you know make a bit more money. But actually. You know the the majority of where they actually get a profit is from the sort of like first class. Well, Concorde went because of its safety record primarily. <clears throat> yeah, but you'd think you could. I mean, you, could, you would think that they would have replaced it. Years old, wasn't it? So you think you could you yeah. could bring that up today? Well, I'm surprised. Um, I am surprised no one has because because that was really wasn't it? Because they they were the planes were falling apart because they'd been well. It's London, London to New York in about four hours, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. and they weren't primarily unsafe. You know, as, as a thing, it wasn't like you know they were blowing up in the sky or something. It was just towards the end, I think, because the, yeah. the you know they were so old. But I think I seem to remember Virgin or Branson bought a couple of them or something like that. But I don't, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, He'll probably put that as a write-down on his... That's probably how his rocky gun... On his, now, works, on, his now, on his now bankrupt Virgin Galactic. They're for bankrupt. Oh, is that, that? That, that gone under? Yeah. Yeah. I know Bezos stick Shatner up in his one, but uh, mm. again, I don't know if that's close to becoming a commercial prospect or whatever. But it doesn't matter because, you know, Bezos can just fucking throw that kind of money. Well, he's just bin. doing it for himself, isn't he? Well, I might as well. So, um, right, well, that's that then. Like, let's, yeah. move, let's move let's on. Pay, let's pay, yeah. You'd mind that for whatever it was worth. That wasn't a pun intended, but there we go. Yes. Um, so yes. what are we talking about today then, Sunshine? We're talking a bit. Right. Um, we are going to talk about the Niles Canyon ghost story. The N- Niles Canyon? Niles Canyon. Niles Canyon? Like, like uh, yeah. Wasn't he a bassist? He. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rhythm guitarist, isn't there? But... Um, not Niles Canyon. <laughs> no, not Niles Canyon. Um, I forget his name now. What's his... Um... Niles Davis, oh, isn't it? No, no, they got... No. Um, oh, Niles Williams. Niles, yeah. Um, anyway, that's completely irrelevant. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Sheikah but... playing um, this summer uh, at Stammer Park. Mm. Is it the original lineup? Like the um, I don't know, mate. Niles Rogers and the I can't remember. Niles Rogers, Niles Rogers is it? Niles Niles Rogers. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, that'd be good to see him live. Actually, mm. okay. Let's see if they still pick it. Mm. I wouldn't mind seeing Niles Rogers. Yeah, um, another one to tick off the list before the dead. Well, that, yeah, I, I kind of didn't want to say that, but that's kind of. I mean, I think he looks in good health. He's Niles, all right. Yeah, Noel Rogers yeah. got a good few years in there. You would imagine so. Um, he got but, he he had his crazy cocaine phase in the eight, in the early eighties, and then sort oh, of been very as well. But been very clean yeah. living since then. Yeah, no, he looked, looked in good nick last time I saw him. I think I think he was kind of um, what was he doing the uh, Queen's Jubilee or some nonsense a few years back? 
Um, anyway. He's on, he's on so, Niles Rogers. Anyway, this isn't, anyway, this isn't the Niles Rogers podcast. It's a, the Niles Canyon ghost story. So, this is, well, well um, th- there's a few articles on this, Chris. So, that's, that's all the hope will start. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, it's just one of the many things called Niles, apparently, from co- uh, a website called Costa Rican Times. Costa Rica. Yeah. Nice. Um, the only, I think it's Costa Rica's, well, it's the most biodiverse country, and I believe it's the only country on Earth without an army. Is that so? Yeah. Good for them. Um, <clears throat> they're just going well, to they're just going to chuck sloths at people if they try and invade with their big claws. Yeah, or just kind of like, you know, charm the invaders and then sort of like just send them off back home. With some lovely calypso. Hey, just chill out, guys. Sorry, but that'd be nice of them. Anyway, anyway, this is from Costa Rica Times, but it's not actually um, based in Costa Rica. This is the ghost stories of the Northern California. Uh, All right. Why Costa Rica? <laughs> <laughs> I do, I'm reading from the Costa Rican Times. Well, I'm giving them a shout out as we always do for the website. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm not quite sure. They seem to, they've done like a whole load of just like urban legend stuff. Actually, let's look at the, co- the Costa Rican Times. Ghost hunting and exploring haunted Dales Canyon. So for some okay. reason, they, the Costa Rican Times have decided to do a load of ghost stories about North America. Okay. I can't fathom that. There's a bunch of stuff in there about cannibals in the woods and Bigfoot. And, well, I guess yeah. if you don't have to put stuff in about sort of um, protests and army and all that kind of stuff, you've got copy to fill, haven't you? So, yeah, you got you got exactly. You got those. I think there's, there's some stuff around. Apparently, so there's an area called Niles Canyon. Where they were at the time of this article, they were doing a. This is this is from 2010, written by Paul Dale Roberts. We're going to share it as well. Um, and I think I think it's, uh, a nursing student went missing, and they were sort of hunting around. But then they sort of, you know, the angle they decided to take with that story is to go. Oh, and actually, did you know there's lots of urban legends around this, and there's okay. sasquatches and bigfoots and cannibals and Satanist material killers. I mean, maybe we'll get into the general area a bit more someday, but. Uh, for now, I'm just going to talk about the Niles Canyon Ghost, which is, I assume, it's um, near to that area as well. And, we've t- and we're, we're taking the Costa Rican view on the Niles Canyon Ghost. We are initially. I've got a few. There's a few different stories on here. So no, I like it. Yeah, I like it. You know, and then we've got we've got some sort of personal involvement. So we're um, taking so we're well. so we're taking the British view on the Costa Rican view on yeah. an American legend to start off with. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Why not? Let's make it convoluted. So, the Niles Canyon Ghost, a.k.a. the prom dress hitchhiker. Mm. The Niles Canyon Ghost story is the Northern California variation on the vanishing hitchhiker archetype. So, we've kind of covered that one before. I think we, have. we, we could do a podcast just on vanishing hitchhikers and that a couple of examples. But um, We did, yeah. We sort of, you know, but we haven't covered this specific story. No. There's a few different angles to it. So there are many different variations of story, depending on who you ask. All stories include a girl being involved in some sort of motorised vehicle accident on February 26th. The year often changes. For some, confusingly, Wikipedia seems to think it's February 28th, but all of the other things I've read seem to say February 26th. So there you go. Right. So one variation of the story includes a girl being involved in a car crash on North Canyon Road off the 680 freeway in Central California on the way to her prom. The girl dies on impact, and to this day is said to haunt Nile Canyon Road every February the 26th. But the first off, why is this girl hitchhiking away to prom 
don't, from what I understand from movies and TV, you have like someone comes to your house with a corsage. Yeah. And then the dad goes, get a home bad ten and no funny business or whatever. Yeah. And then goes, ha, I'm only joking to the nervous teenage boy. Yeah. And then he stands at the bottom of the stairs. Bust his balls. Yeah, it got Buster's balls. And then he stands at the bottom of the stairs with the corsage, which gets put in the fridge for some reason. Uh, keep it fresh for later. And then she comes down the stairs and she looks really beautiful, which is weird. Oh, she's, because, she's put her hair down and taken her glasses off, not she? Yeah, before that, she had her hair up and she had glasses on. Ah, oh, well. Had bra- probably braces, which she's I mean, had removed. You know, the quarterback's never going to ask you to promise to do that, are they? We'll start well, reading books and stuff. Well, no, I wouldn't. This isn't the quarterback that's turned up. It's like her, her, her it's the guy that's probably in the friend zone and, yeah. and definitely is now that she's realized that she's attractive. Yeah. Um, and then they get pictures taken and then he puts the corsage on and then they get a limo. Right. Yeah. So what's she, so what's she doing hitchhiking? Well, I don't say, so. so. I don't know if she's hitchhiking on that day or she's hitchhiking after death. Right. Because uh, there was, you know... So why, is she getting know. Hit, why is she getting hit by cars if well, she's might, the, the limo might have gone off the road, mightn't it? She was fiddling mm. with a corsage and it distracted the driver. Or maybe, well, maybe, he's driving, maybe he's driving the car. I don't know if it's a rented limo or he's driving it himself. You don't drive your... He was in the friend zone. He um, decided to do a bit <laughs> in the sky <laughs> Plow off the cliff or something. Or maybe, or maybe they were doing like a really life-affirming thing where they went out of the um, sunroof of the limo to go, woo! But she got she got brain she got brain yeah. by a tree. <laughs> maybe. Oh. Yeah, it could be. And he or was that. like, "Well, it's a shame, but I was, in, you know, I just found out I was in the friend zone, so I'm going. Well, you know, I'm going stag. I've, I've bought that ticket to prom. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a shame, but that's good. It's good money after thought this out, you know. Good money after bad, otherwise, isn't it? Well, you know, you're going to just yeah. What are you going to do? Um, oh, these are all these are all potential ways that it may have happened. You know, let's well, face the likelihood is that none of this ever happened. You have to anyway, spec. So. You have to speculate to accumulate knowledge. Yeah, but I must confess, Chris, I cannot um, explain why it may differ slightly from some stereotypical high school movies that you've seen. Right. But I'm sure well, they're extremely re- realistic. Yeah. I, mean, I would imagine that like Ferris Bueller's Day Off is pretty much a documentary as to how high school works. That was a Louis Theroux thing, wasn't it? So shit. Yeah. The, what the, so the the through line at the moment is it's a from girl ghost. All we know is you know there's a there's a there's a girl on a prom night has apparently died on the road somewhere. No. I'm not sure how. There's been some some sort of car crash. Day was day. it on? Um, was it was it on Dead Man's Curve while? Two guys who had spiked the punch were having um, a drag race or playing chicken against each other. Yeah, playing well, they were both. There was, there was a drag race in one direction, and then they were playing chicken <laughs> in the other. Right, because he didn't realise. He's like, oh, I bet you, bet you, bet you won't play chicken with that one. He didn't realise that they were doing a drag race. And was it and to see chaos and shoot? Was I it before James Dean died? Wasn't it? Was it before they went to Inspiration Point for some heavy petting? Playing chicken <laughs> with a wall, unfortunately. Well, yeah, you know. Hmm. That's but uh, that's what's happened. I've got it. Figured it all out. So after the prom, her prom date and her went to Inspiration Point. He, he got a bit. Interested. He got too heavy-handed. 
like yeah. trying to get to third base or whatever. Yeah. She got out of the car and went, no, I'll walk. And he went, oh, God, why are you such an uptake, bitch, or whatever. And then so she went to try and hitchhike and got hit by a car. I'm pretty sure I've seen that in something. I'm pretty sure I've seen that's a story I've seen. Maybe this is where it's come from, like the story that I've seen, like I've seen it in a TV show or something. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how she dies. Um, and it's, this is back in the 40s, so it would have been a bit more, um, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, my, yeah. my, yeah, so that's what's happened. Right, okay, continue. Well, I, filled, I filled in the blanks. Let's take that. Let's anyway, so the tale of the haunting then is people are travelling along Niles Canyon Road. Um, mm-hmm. On the night of February 26th, we'll see a normal-looking high school-aged girl walking along the uh, road in a prom dress. And uh, many people said it's white. You know, is she be, crying? Doesn't say. Doesn't mm, say. You know. Probably. So people travelling along the road, mostly those travelling alone, have said to have stopped and offered the girl a ride. She accepts the ride, giving the driver an address across the bridge, either Dumbarton mm. or Baybridge, depending on the storyteller. Okay. Yeah, and then once they get to the beginning of the bridge, the girl disappears. Huh? So, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Get you, get right. you in one lift. <laughs> Fair enough. This is, this is kind of like the opposite of the um, what was the, the the bandage guy that we were where he just like trying oh, to get yeah. right with you, get on the just clamber on the back. Yeah, exactly. Wherever you're going. Yeah. Didn't care. Didn't care. He just wanted to get into town to eat yeah. to steal a dog. To steal eat. a dog and eat it, presumably. <laughs> yeah. Don't go, go for our episode on the bandage bunny. I don't know what the hell that's all about. Um, so, sometimes they go to the address to find that a girl many years ago matching that description once lived there. Mm. I think the idea is, I think you actually explained it properly here. Yeah, but they, they'll go and sort of, you know, get to a, a house and it would be a grief-stricken mother and um, be like, oh, yes, my daughter died tragically in an accident like that five years ago or whatever it was. Mm. So, now, I was thinking about this. Yeah. So... After five or six years of people come knocking on your door every February 26th, asking, yeah. you know, what's happened because they picked up somebody who then vanished back in the thing and said, oh, that's my dead daughter probably haunting the yeah, road. Yeah, would you go and have a look? <laughs> you'd either go and have a look or you'd move, wouldn't you? Because I'd be, I'd be a bit... <laughs> or maybe it's like February 26th, I'm not answering the door. Do you know what I mean? Don't get upset yourself. Um, oh, it's a tricky one. I mean, I would, I would probably be out there driving around trying to find her. If yeah. people were saying that, like, even if I knew it was a ghost, you still think, well, if people are seeing the ghosts of my daughter, I wouldn't mind seeing her. Um, unless it's just like, like they're just really horrible people who live there. Well, just, yeah, maybe just didn't get on. Oh, no, they're really horrible people who, who live there who are like, yeah, like on the anniversary, let's go and knock on their door and torture her by saying that we, yeah. <laughs> we picked up a daughter. I don't know. I think I think that's un- I mean it's possible, but I think that's unlikely that you know you might get one dickhead doing that, but I don't think you'd care. Yeah, you'd hope you'd hope not. Yeah, you'd hope not. Um, yeah, so that's sort of so we today, don't, but, we, but we don't know, do we? I mean, it could be that um, the house is on some like it's the last plot to go on some land where they want to develop some condos or something. So it's actually sort of some kind of. Uh, evil just construct- developers just trying to get them to move out, yeah, yeah. yeah I think oh, yeah, that- has been haunting the road again. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's at well, I don't think that they'd say that. I think that they'd probably 
pretend that they'd actually seen it, but yeah, try and try and upset the person enough that they'd go try and get it at a, at a song, build the condos, shut down the um, the BMX track. Yeah, sorry, I'm going to have to give you half of what this this place is worth because uh, you know your daughter's been haunting around nearby. So shut down the youth centre. Shut down the youth centre, which um, you know is is all that the kids have got around there. Well, that's fine. We'll just put on a show, Chris. You know, get everyone together. Exactly. I'm sure. Elect- you know, elect- electric you, you boogaloo. Can sing. I, I can dance. You know. Yeah, I I'm can sure do. I, I can break look, dance. I'm sure little Jimmy's got a talent that he, you know, people have paid to see. He can rap. Oh, brilliant. See, we put on a show, we can raise the money, we'll buy it ourselves. Perfect. This is, we're doing a lot. <laughs> Stupid 80s cliche movie um, plot today for some reason. But anyway, so, you know, I, I, I hope you're as old as we are. So you're going to Looking at our thing, looking at the analytics, yes, people are. Yeah. <laughs> Not a problem. World's um, least surprise. <laughs> Let's have a look. So, where do we get to? So, oh yeah, so the latest report was in 2013. Okay. People go because people basically go around because this is yeah, people would be trying to find it. This is not like apparently a place where people want to go hitchhiking or sort of wandering around because it's like I mean, a bit like one of them David Lynch movies. It's like pitch black. There's not really good lighting, and it's you know quite dangerous area to be sort of hanging about and you know, I mean, especially suppose with traffic. I mean, maybe in the 40s and 50s it wasn't so bad, but. well, Northern yeah, California's Northern California's all kind of it's it's not like SoCal, like it's all kind of wooded and yeah. hills and that kind of stuff. Kind of it's getting into the Pacific Northwest, isn't it? Yeah, I mean California's so huge, isn't it? It's a... All right, why don't you marry it? Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, well, my, 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 yeah. make sure that you give me an invite. I'll get. I'll get uh, Can I have a plus one? I'll get Ardy to walk me down the aisle. Can I have a plus one? I'm bringing Utah. Yeah, if you like. Utah and its eight wives. <laughs> as long as you keep the Mormons in check. Right. Um, People in something. So. Don't know what that means. <laughs> just, just do all the hay noise and then yeah, the joke there somewhere. Um, just do the punchline yourself, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Right, anyway, so the latest report 2013, Michael Tucker on Newport Beach, um, California, said that he saw a girl in a white prom dress walking alongside of the road. He slowed down his car to a better look at her, and she turned around and gave him a silly grin. I'm not sure about this guy. Do you know what I mean? Well, you you don't know about his intent. I don't don't know how old he is either, to be honest with you. doesn't say. I mean... 48, 48 old, slowed down his car <laughs> to get a right, to get a, prop, to get a proper good look at her. Yeah. So he called her the prom dress hitchhiker because she did have a thumb out. Well, she was she was hitchhiker. I mean, you might. He called her the, he called her the prom dress ghost cock tease. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we don't know what the duck has been up to, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's. I've already made my judgment. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So his gr- her grin brought chills down his spine. But when he looked mm-hmm. in the rearview mirror, she was gone. And that happened around the 9 p.m. In a happens, month. A lot, happens a lot to him, though, doesn't it, this? <laughs> Apparently, he was looking for a place to bury his dog named Marble. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marble died of natural causes. <laughs> Do you think that he said that he had buried her, but he couldn't remember where when they found... 
a bloody blanket and zip ties in his boot. That's my dog. Because we're found in your boot. Oh, I'm not canine. I'm from a dog. So that's how the Costa Rican Times report. But, um, well, this guy sounds like a wrong one, frankly. Well, he was the latest sighting, but then there's there's another one on here. So I'm going to now go to um, the, the Tracy Press. I'm not quite sure where it's from, but I think this is there's a chap called Mike Chivers. And it's then, a Northern yeah. Cat. Don't they? Um, they grow a lot of weed in Northern California as well, don't they? These yeah, days, tumbleweed. No, like Arawana. Oh, sorry, you mean like yeah, for yeah, because it's, it's legal, isn't it? In dispensaries and stuff. So yeah, and it's... for medical uh, medical marijuana or whatever. Well, I mean. I mean you can you license to grow it, and you it's not even just that. However, you look. Well, it's not medical anymore. You can just buy it. Um, I wasn't sure. They the change the federal laws. I no, it's, was, no, it's state, state, state by state. No, but yeah, but I, I do recall when they started doing that in one of the states, there was some federal police turned up or something. And no, I so can't you can't. It so it's still federally illegal, but the states have legalized it. So in California, it's legal, but the problem being, if you do grow it, then you then the money's the difficulty because it's basically it has to be a cash business because banks won't take the money because it's federally not legal yet. Yeah. So, but no, it is legal in like half the states now, I think. Or like, yeah, no, I know that. I know they did say like completely, like completely legal, not medical, completely. Yeah. So you or I could just go in and go, can I have some spliff? Fair enough. No. More enlightened view than our own, own country, where it's just like, oh, let's just do a blanket law that makes anything that might anything that reaction to you, like anything <laughs> that might might allow us to escape this fucking <laughs> grey death rattle of our current government as they scrape the bottom of the barrel of whatever else that they can get out of the public finances and into their own pockets. Well, just legalising the tax, that's what I say. But uh, there you go. Well, they're, do, they're doing a massive blanket ban on um, uh, laughing gas, aren't they? On, on um, well, I'm surprised it's balloons. not covered, because, I mean, Theresa May bought in that psychotropic drugs bill, which is pretty much, and they literally had to put ex- exemptions for, like, fucking tea and stuff like this, because it was so <laughs> broad. Yeah. I, well, I suppose, I mean, actually, probably what they're doing is just, yeah, because they're probably an exemption on laughing gas because it's, you know, obviously used for, well, I think it's anesthesia. And I think the, the get it's, around is used in cookery. Use whip, yeah, it's used for whipped yeah. cream, isn't it? Yeah, it has used. Whipped cream, I think. Anyway, yeah. Something like that. But um, yeah, I guess they're just going to try and ban the, the sale to individuals, aren't they? I mean, you do see a lot of those little silver things knocking around whenever there's a festival or something you know, like kids have been out, but. Whatever. I don't get like, I mean, just leave them to it. Well, I would say you from the UK, just like put them in a bin, yeah? Literally, yeah. it's not cold. Yeah, then, hey, Neil, do you know what? It isn't just cool. Ex- you just give them an excuse. Anyway, but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like it's... I don't know, they, they, they say this, like, like, people are just doing it all the time. It can be pretty, you know... No, but do you, know how much, side do you know how much you have to be doing, like, for that, for, for there to be side effects? It's like you have to be doing, like, 200 balloons of it a day for, like... Several years for you to actually get any like bad medical side effects. Uh, okay. Very so nice. I mean, like it's it's an unbelievable. Like no one's doing that much. Like it's it's yeah. absolutely it's fine. Like you know, obviously it's annoying to in the middle class or whatever that young people have a bit of fun. But I don't know. But the government. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I would just say you know, 
But anyway, yeah, so I'm wondering, so so it's in an area with quite high uh, instances of grow, growing and taking marijuana, so that could have something to do with this guy killing his dog and trying to get off of the ghost. See, seeing shit, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. that ghost I saw, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't harassing <laughs> random dog <girl laughs> on the highway. A Um, Right, so... And this is one where somebody's actually got personal investment. So this is a bit written by Mike Chivers, though, the Tracy Preppy. Again, doesn't lead to any kind of like um, psychotropics or anything else. But over in Niles Canyon, where my family comes from, there's a legend of a ghost girl who walks the canyon road every February 28th. Oh, he says February 28th as well. They, they seem to be disagreements between whether it's the February 26th or February the 28th. Almost makes you think this whole thing is made up, doesn't it? But anyway, they're looking to hitchhike a ride into San Francisco. Does it, de- like does it depend if it's a leap year? I mean, see, that would be good if it was on, like, the 29th, because then she'd just come every leap, yeah. So, mm. you know, you'd have to, you're going to go every four years to spa, but uh, I don't know. Um, the story go- that shows up in the Tri-Valley Herald every three years credits Billy Rose, a close friend of our family's, who had an actual encounter with the ghost. Right. Apparently, more than a few years ago, Billy and a friend, not knowing the legend, saw a girl in white trying to hitch a ride. According to their story, they let her in and she insisted on riding in the back seat, in the directions to an address in San Francisco. Along the way, the girl was very quiet and resisted Billy's and his companion's attempts to draw her into small talk. And I've noticed you're not um, slagging off Billy Rose here, Chris, but... Well, I mean, it's... Well, I mean, for obvious reasons now. Yeah. It's <laughs> clearly... If you can't tell the difference of the... Which is nefarious and which isn't. No, fair days. Um... So, so yeah, so there's two of them. They don't know. Um, I mean, that says more about you than me. Let, let, let her hitch a ride. To concentrate, let her in, and she sits on riding in the back seat. Well, that's normally where you would as a hitchhiker, wasn't it? Giving them directions to an address in San Francisco. Along mm. the way, the girl was very quiet and resisted Billy and his companions' attempts to draw into small talk. Take me to the so, Castro. Do you reckon, like with ghosts, just like it's a lot of energy having to? I mean, I, I, I know that she seems to be corporeal here. Yeah. Anyway. So to take on a corporeal form is quite a lot of energy. And to be honest, I don't have to expend energy to become corporeal. And I still find small talk quite exhausting. Yeah, it's quite. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe maybe ghosts are introverts. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't, know. I don't think you had anything to say on that. Um, so when they reached the Dumbarton Bridge, they handed the tollkeeper 15 cents. The toll being five cents for each passenger. When the mm. tollkeeper handed a nickel back to Billy, he turned to put out the passenger in the back, only to put on the back seat empty. Oh, so she'd hidden, so she wouldn't have to pay the toll. Yeah, clever girl. Clever um, girl. Curious, Billy and his friend drive onto the address in San Francisco. When they knock on the door, the woman who answers tells them, that was my daughter. She was on her way back from a dance 20 years ago when her car ran off the road in Niles Canyon. So there you go, that's allegedly what happened. Hmm, so, sh- so when, when's this one from? So this one is coming from 2007. So um, her, so her daughter was, in 1987, she went to a dance out in the middle of nowhere when she lived in San Francisco. Well, this thing is... Quite a lot of dances in San Francisco, I would have thought. <laughs> the, first, the first thing seemed to... From the, the 40s. First, yeah, the late 40s. Because it first got publicised in the 50s, so maybe this was in the 70s when... Um, when, when that happened, and this this guy's reporting back for something that happened years ago, I'm not sure. Okay. 
Well, actually, yeah, because he does. He, he tells another story that comes from, I think, from the fifties. So, uh, a few years ago, I wrote a column about another appearance of the ghost girl that I tell my first graders about. This one is about some people who drove into the tunnel claiming they'd seen the ghost girl. Did you be telling your first graders about this? About ghosts? I mean, how old are you? First grader, what, they're like six or something like that? So five, five or six, yeah. Five or six. So, might as well, aren't you? I mean, they're just yeah. probably doing crayons and play and stuff. I mean, you're teaching them to read and that, aren't you? But yeah, so you're probably still pretending that Santa Claus is real, so you might as well teach them about ghosts. Yeah, you might as well get them thinking about death nice and early. Yeah. I mean, I remember having my first existential crisis about death at the age of 13, which is actually quite young. But um, at six, I think it's probably even, I mean, maybe that's too young. <laughs> I don't know. I do have a memory of, like, I would have been about, probably about that age when I sort of went to bed crying because I just realised my parents were going to die someday. Well, but that's because you'd put out a hit on them, to be fair. Well, yeah, yes. So a lot of it was kind of guilt, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. And also yeah. you realised that you didn't have enough money to pay the hitman, so a lot of it was fear as well. Well, that's why I'd start that hedge fund. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, it, and it went a lot better than I realised, so, you know. Yeah. So that was and the you, so you, in many you ways. Paid, you paid, yeah, you paid for a hit on the hitman before he could do his hit. Well, you know. Beautiful doggy dog, isn't it? Live by the sword, die by the sword. Exactly. And then, of course, you've got to put a hit out on the other hit matter. Yeah, keep yeah, them quiet. Bit, yeah. 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 And it gets a bit chaotic in the end, but there you go. Yeah. And then you, well, until you uh, killed that final hitman with a drone. Yes. Drones, the targeted drone strike. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the loop is closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you buried, buried every part of the drone on each constant, didn't you? Yeah. Good. No one, no one will ever know. <laughs> Oh yes, so so yeah, so so they've they've gone into the the town claiming they've seen a ghost girl walking across the bridge trestle. So at this point, obviously the sheriff goes out to investigate with his guys. Yeah, this sounds this this sounds like a job for the sheriff. I mean, I don't know. The police normally do ghost busting. <laughs> Let me get my. Okay, I understand you. You sit here, let me get my proton pack. <laughs> well, you, you'd think, wouldn't you? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, if someone was distressed, I guess you'd go and have a look, because they might, if they went, oh, I've seen a ghost girl, you might go, oh, okay, I'll go and check, just in case it's like, I don't know, like Ram, like like a vagrant, like Rambo maybe, because I think that's the kind of area which he, your first blood was probably set, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's that's true. Um, Could be Rambo in a dress, <laughs> couldn't it? Well, just, I just, I'm going like, to just... run this. I've got. I'm going to run this ghost out of town. <laughs> yeah. Well, we thank you for your service, but we uh, we don't have vagrants in this town, Mister Ghost Girl. Well, this is the thing, because I mean, how do you think they deal with the the ghost side thing? How do I think? What? Who yeah. deals with it, Rambo? So, Oh, no, 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 um, these, these police officers. How the sheriff and his deputy. What, so, so how do they deal with it? Um, <clears throat> I would imagine that they would have set up a, a four-mile cordon and called in SWAT. What did, is that what they did? And a priest. SWAT, the SWAT priests. So you know that, so, do you know the secret, um, you know the secret Catholic SWAT priests? Yeah. 
which come in to deal with ghosts or yeah, or they have the special bullets filled with holy water. That's um, they put to their MP5s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being <laughs> Catholic, I know about this. It's, yeah, you've got to have the you know, holy water blessing. Yeah, bit yeah. like that. Um, those terrible vampire movies with Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, they're not bullet filled with light or something. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Got um, that, somebody, got, somebody's done that before. They've uh, got a holy water bullet. That's they've got some maybe somewhere. They've got like big army knives, like commando, but the wooden handles actually forged out of a piece part of the, the true cross. Part yeah. of the true cross. <laughs> <laughs> and um, their their bulletproof vests are actually made up of relics, like bones, yeah. bones so of like, different yeah, saints, like finger bones of different saints. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the the uh, um the Catholic SWAT team. So uh, so that's what they did, yeah. They sat up Gordon called the Catholic SWAT. They didn't wait for the Catholic SWAT team, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip between um I'll tell you what that, I I mean I don't blame them because the Catholic SWAT team helicopter where the uh, helicopter blades are actually in the shape of a cross is um is very difficult to fly. It takes ages to get anywhere. You're constantly having to recalculate because obviously it's it's all it's not very it doesn't work. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, yeah, and this 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 happening apparently is in 1950, so February the 26th, 1950. Because apparently she um, the accident had happened 12 years earlier. So I'm just picking out some details from another article in the East Bay Times. That was quite so soon. Quite that was quite soon after John Paul II had actually set it up, isn't it? So maybe, maybe yeah. they weren't, maybe they weren't global at that point. No, that's that's true. They probably weren't doing international um, mm. exorcisms at that point. Well, they had to clear out all the ones haunting the Vatican, don't they? For the Medici's and all that. Yeah, and then rest so of Italy. Like cleansing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To get, get to get their house in order before they could start going and uh, you know. Yeah, it's good. Talking about the rest. Talking about the rest. To be fair, it's the right way to do it. Yeah. Build off a solid foundation. Exactly. So uh, I'm going to go with just for this, uh, just a quote from the East Bay Times because I quite like the way they um, they put this. So, uh, okay. They one of the cars turned out to be Alameda County Sheriff's deputy who hit the brakes and came out shooting. What? (laughs) What? I don't I understand know, what's happening. I'll go back to Treasures. So basically, so there's been a sighting of a guy. Yes. They've they've uh, they've hightailed it down there in a car mm. and, and just started firing bullets. Into what just into the void. Yeah. All okay. So what it turns yeah. out is Maybe should have waited for the Catholic swap. <laughs> no, what it turns out is is that um they they sort of turn up and uh, it's as apparently some prankster who's put on a white sheet pretending to be a, a ghost. Not, um, so fun, not so funny now. He's got 150 bullets in him, is it? These days, he's probably. I mean, that's the, the one thing for me is like, you know, would you? I mean, is that standard operating procedure for ghosts? Because you would think that you know, again, if the bullets aren't filled with holy water, is it gonna? Although you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah I mean, give it a try. Give it a try and see how it works out. Yeah, they, they, call, they call Catholics what they've a backup if, uh, if normal mm. bullets won't work. So, so yeah, so so in actual fact, I think they realised that this was some prankster. So they told the ghost to come down. When they, when the MD informs them, <laughs> well, in fairness, so the way he tells it in the Tracy Press, I just like the way that they put it in that other article. Mm. They came out shooting, but according to this one, I said after telling the ghost to come down, he fired two warning shots in the air, 
okay. and at that point the ghost girl dropped on the track calling don't shoot me i'm coming down Right. Okay, so it's one of those public bridge kind of railway bridges, trestle yeah, bridges. Yeah, again, this is a bit like the um, one of the Pope Lake. Yeah. yeah, so you know, don't don't play around on train trestles, kids. It's dangerous. But um, yeah. even if you want to imitate a ghost, a yeah. bit of a laugh. So yeah, it turns out the one in the um, this one in the fifties. I mean, this was after the sightings had already happened, but uh, they decided to sort of dress up and sort of do it as a bit of a spoof. And uh, yeah, it's probably probably had to. Probably, yeah, probably hips up on goofballs, isn't he? Uh, probably. Probably, you know. Uh, tell you what, uh, gone mad. Tell you what will sort him out. Little, uh, little trip to Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, uh, Korea, probably in those. Korea, yeah. I don't know when that start, yeah. The 50s. I mean, I'm not quite sure when that actually kicked off. But, uh, it's the Forgotten War, Neil. That's why. Yeah, so so apparently, so so the, the second story really happened, and this chap's saying he knows he knows that uh, the the people had thought they were really seeing a real ghost, mm. um, and apparently it was just a guy in a sheet. So probably, you know, yeah, and Sim- uh, simpl- simpler times. And he knows that the ghost, the, the story of the prank is true because the uh, ghost girl was his uncle Clarence. The William ghost Clarence Chivers. The ghost girl was his uncle Clarence. God, this is no, weird. no, the guy, the guy prank, the guy doing the prank, right. To scare the townspeople, mm. so there's there's already rumours in the fifties about there's the ghost girl haunting the right. highway, and then some. I mean, I assume they're teenagers at this point. They decide to sort of dress up as a ghost and haunt the thing yeah. just for a laugh, you know, in the spirit of the story. Yeah. So what's anyway, um, what's Uncle Clarence got to do with anything? He well, he's the one who dressed up as the as a ghost. What, so, the, so the person telling this story is saying that he knows that it, it was... It, it was actually his uncle who was the one. Right. Story. So there's, there's this urban legend. They heard I get about it, it now. Get it now. decided to dress up as a and scare yeah. kids. Nearly got themselves shot by a cop. Um, yeah. And then he just bangs on about his, um, his uncle being a, a good lad. Right. Not as I mean, all remember the KK. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you do wonder, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've had some sort of white sheets knocking around what was going on. Fitted white sheet. <laughs> he was tough as lails and loving as a mother hen, apparently. What? And this guy points out apparently he's six foot eight and 250 pounds. But anyway. Right. Well, so, yeah, my my, my uncle could beat up your uncle, kind of thing. Well, no, you see, he, so he says, <clears> you know. <throat> Even though I was six foot eight, two fifty pounds, and towered over him, he called me baby. He made me believe it. So this guy is showing off about his size. Exactly. Yeah. He's you know I'm I'm a big lad, but, uh, but oh, and I'm single by uncle, the way. Yeah. But my uncle was uh, you know he was tough as nails, and even he met you know even though I'm huge, he made me. Uh, I, mean, I mean that's pretty big. You know, I don't know when this guy was born, but if his, if his uncle was doing that in the fifties, and they've got you know six foot eight, that's pretty tall. Those. But his, anyway, uncle's yeah, not so, six, but his uncle's not six eight. The guy's no, no, no. He was a lot smaller, but he made him, you know, because he was so authoritative. He made him feel um, more like a kid, even though he was huge. Yeah, but I mean, he was born in the seventies or something, Mike maybe. Chivers. So yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any other. Um, I'll be honest, like that. You made that story more confusing than it needed to be. <laughs> No, I just I just quite like the kind of like details of the sort of um the, the guy going out and doing the prank, yeah, yeah. and the you know um 
<laughs> and making it sound even though it probably wasn't the case that the um, policeman's first um, yes. or the sheriff's first in, um, instincts was just trying to dust sheep to get ghosts. I mean, yeah, more so these days, I would say. I, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, that seems to be sort of standard procedure, unfortunately. Yeah, well, the standard procedure now, which changed in American policing, is the your primary responsibility is for your own safety, not for the safety of the public. So, therefore, if you feel threatened, then anything goes really. Yeah. Wrong way around. Yeah, it was always looked to de-escalate. Probably it's better, really. But uh, anyway, I won't get into too much more of that. It's obviously uh, a lot of, you know, depressing real-world stories. There's, other, there's, a, there's other podcasts that talk about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, we'll try and move on to something a bit more levity. So, yeah, I don't think there's too much more to say on this one, Chris. I'm just having a look through the, um, the East Bay Times article to see if there's you know that, that other one just basically then goes on about his uncle um i'd like to draw attention to the fact that i'm drinking some bottled water now from uh so it's you know san pellegrino the really nice bottled water from italy mm. yeah i'm i'm drinking a uh version a, a sort of knockoff version of it from the supermarket lidl and it's called San, San Celestino, which I believe means Saint Starboy. So, and it's a uh, very nice fifty p a bottle. Oh, mm. sounds like something that uh, David Bowie had endorsed. San Celestino, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe come down from your mountain, make us all boogie. <laughs> your water's refreshing me. If you blow my mind, you can refresh me with some sparkling water. <laughs> um, then Celestino, drank by David Bowie. I think I should try 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 leaning into that. And in the advertising, they almost invariably don't do. I don't. Well, most stuff in Lidl, they don't, it, they're not. They don't do a lot of advertising, do they? No, no, no. no well, they, I think isn't their their whole thing? They just buy up in, in stock whatever's cheapest and then sell it all as like they, they never. Do. I'm, I haven't shopped too often in in Lidl or Aldi, but I, they, you tend to get stuff it. from the continent. It's non branded stuff. Yeah, you, they don't do like fifty different types of like whatever no. product. It's just there's one, and this is the good quality, but the cheapest one, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I will wrap up. And it just on on the sign outside, it just has the the kind of catchphrase of the supermarket is "Eat it," and it's got like that Italian hand emoji with the sort of yeah pinching the fingers together. Good enough for me. Good enough for you, fucker. Yeah, exactly. As, as I say, Beg- in Germany beggars beggars can't be choosers, as they say in Spain. Um, right. So, uh, have you got so any I'm more just- now? I'm just going to wrap up with this um, this okay. uh, paragraph. So better be good. I'm not sure what that's going to be, but so, <laughs> putting a lot of pressure on you. So the arresting deputies were W. R. Rose and E. B. Pavon, and the last paragraph of the report was as follows: The entire community of Niles showed quite a good deal of concern over this old adage of a ghost in Niles Canyon on this date, to the extent that several of the females who lived in the tunnel stated they drove home during this time via either Dublin Road, US 50, or went around through the old Mission Grade Road. And he concluded they um, concluded their report by stating in all capital letters, the ghost no longer walks. And uh, the report was picked up by the Bay Area newspapers and consequently the wire services. One was headline, Shivers Shake, the Sheriff Shoots. 
because but there's been but there's been sightings after this, hasn't there? So yeah, well, there was because there was one um, recently. Uh, there was, yeah, there was that the one dog guy. Yeah, the, the dog guy in 2013, apparently. So so they're still <laughs> <laughs> they're still uh, they're yeah. still claiming. Yeah, so this was just this is just a prank that happened in the fifties. Um, you know, I just thought that that was. Uh, yeah, very nice. Nice, nice little addition to, to share with the audience as well. Lovely. So but, yeah, d- doesn't doesn't make the urban legend any less true, Chris? Just just some pranks, just to, you know. Use well, it. that's not for you to decide, Neil. To be yeah. honest, well, no, it, it may be true. It may not be true. I'm gonna, I'll, you know, as I told you the other day, we spoke. I've signed up for my six months of Discovery Plus, so I'll see if I can find any more vanishing details on that that I can share with the audience. Don't try and tell me what to do. Don't you try and get into my head. You might not like what you think, do you? Hannibal Lecter. Little warning for Scottish Hannibal Lecter. Little warning for you, eh? Uh, okay, so let's do our scoring, shall we? Why not? So, spookiness, Neil. Wipe, wipe the tears from your eyes and tell us no lies. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rhymed, it must be good. So there's, yeah, it, it's, I suppose, uh, you know, a ghost is, it's, it's slightly spooky, especially given it's been hanging around for, you know, it's probably 70 odd years now. Um, what do they want? You know, what's, what, you know, uh, it's, yeah, I think there is something with ghosts where it's just, you know, you kind of, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like to think that you'd end up getting stuck in an afterlife just hanging around sort of like railway sidings on some, some lonely road asking for hitchhikers. Speak for yourself. You up. Yeah, well, that might be your ideal at um, Vision of Eternity. I don't know, but um, yeah, I just think you know, there's, there's something about ghosts in particular. I mean, it's not it's not like massively spooky this one, but there's just something about sort of ghosts where, especially sad ghosts that uh, you know you kind of think is, you know, unfinished yeah. business and all that, I and mean, you know you wouldn't want to think about that part of your afterlife. So I'm going to give it a five. Five. On that basis. Okay. So. I think so because I feel, and it could just be because I'm I made up a load of stuff. I feel like I've heard this story. It feels quite a familiar story to me. It's, it's a kind of trope, isn't it? The vanishing which, hitchhiker, which so makes it kind of, yeah. which makes it less spooky. Um, and also the fact that the ghost doesn't do anything bad. It doesn't even try and scare anyone really, apart from it I scared mean, that weird guy. That man got a sinister grin. You well, know, that was past, uh, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Happens whenever you buy anything. Looking in the mirror. Yeah, exactly. Um, didn't like what he saw. Not surprised. Um, so, I mean, the ghost doesn't actually do anything. It's kind of more sad than spooky, really. Um, and also, yeah. like, I've always had this thing with goats that if they're if they're you know malign or whatever, or they, they kind of don't do anything, sort of good. On the good side, it does mean that there's something after death, and that's always something which I quite I quite like to know. Um, so I'm gonna give it a three now. I don't find it very spooky. No, fair enough. Believability. Um so it's a bit muddled because obviously the people thought they did see it, and it was uh that uh guy's uncle um on his way to a clan rally. Um so they, they definitely believe what they saw, but it sounds like there was something there before that. Um I think I mean I don't think it's I think it's just an urban legend. 
Yeah. I don't I don't think that there is I don't like there's nothing to say that someone was actually hit by a car in the papers or anything sort of around that time. You know, and there's no kind all, of, all of the actual details of the original incident are very oh, this is supposed to have happened and that yeah, yeah there's no an actual fact. So. Yeah, and there would be a record of someone getting mowed down by a car in a small town, do you know what I mean? Um it would have made the news. So I think this is pure urban legend. I don't think any of it existed. So my believability is very low on this. I'm going to give it a three purely because I think that some people believe they probably saw something, but that's obviously someone doing a trick or because it was uh, something they'd heard of. Neil? Yeah, pretty similar. Um, I think it is pure urban legend as well, possibly just made up in the kind of like whenever it was. Again, it's got all the classic hallmarks where it's vague references to people who've knocked on the mother's door and stuff like this. The date changes slightly. Some of the details change slightly depending on who it is you hear it from. And there's never any specific people that are referenced other than kind of like some of the later ones. Um, so, um, but but having said that, the fact that it's still knocking around and, you know, they were able to do a prank that got people convinced there might have been a ghost there. There was some level of believability, so I'm going to give it a four. Four. Okay, cool. Narrative premise, Neil? Um, yeah, I mean, I always think that kind of like, you could probably turn this into a, I don't know how you'd like do the, the, the twist because it'd probably be a bit obvious, wouldn't it? You'd have to, you'd have to do something like the mother was a ghost as well, all along, or something like that at the end. Everyone's a ghost. Yeah. Everyone's, <laughs> well, a, not, ev- everyone's well, a ghost. Everyone's a ghost. There's some one of those terrible TV shows, and you said that was the that was the I can't remember what it. Like. I can't remember what it was called. Now is it American Ghost Story or Horror Story or something like that? I remember you oh, telling right. me it was like. Maybe I'm misremembering this, Chris, but I seem to remember you telling me that, or maybe someone else told me, but I thought it was you that you watched one of those one of those things, and it was it turned out at the end that the twist was that everyone was the ghost. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. I never really watched it. I only caught a couple of things, but my ex watched them all, so I kind of only caught. I thought it was quite stupid, so I kind of went off the whole thing. Yeah, I think I tried to watch one of them, and it just wasn't my cup of tea, truth be told. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a, yeah, that'd be one of those stupid. Everyone's, everyone's a ghost, and then you find out that it's actually all a dream. But it's also all the everyone being a ghost and it being a dream was actually a dream that a ghost was having. Yeah, that sounds insanely <laughs> stupid. Well, the problem is now. This is I'm not saying I'm, that that's what American Horror Story did. I'm pitching that. Yeah. No. Why not? I mean, this is the thing now because I think <laughs> yeah. everyone's just trying to get too clever with their twists, and it's just yeah, it's get stupider and stupider. Um, but anyway, I, mean, I, w- yeah. I would argue with being more clever. <laughs> well, no, but no, sorry, let me put that another way. More convoluted. Yeah, it's just like, how can you trick an audience? Because the thing is, even even if you make it so that like only like you know one in a thousand could guess the twist, like that person will then you know so, somebody will be obsessed enough with this to actually figure it out and sort of like get it all over the internet and everyone you know it's all Reddit, Reddit have figured it all out halfway through the series. Do you know what I mean? You think that it's the Earth, but actually it's uh, people like micro people living on an atom, which is in a dog's eye. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> this is the thing when when Lost was like on and it was in the middle, and everyone was all like, "What the fuck's going on?" And there were some really, really clever theories about time travel and stuff like this. And if I was JJ Abrams, I would have got them to the writers and gone, "Yeah, just nick that." Yeah. Because you know, not many people are going to have figured that one out. And actually, it looked like a pretty good explanation. There was like. Somebody figured out some kind of like hard sort of, or when I had time travel is debatable whether it could actually happen. Some will say it can, some will say it can't. But um, 
yeah, they've actually managed to figure out something where it, you know, it at least made sense within sort of, yeah. Anyway, in a lot, I think that's what I'm doing with those things. I think that I can speak for the listeners when I say I feel like you're dancing around the issue of the narrative premise. Yeah, I'm not, yeah I was just thinking as I was saying that. I'm kind of spending a long time saying nothing here, aren't I? So, <laughs> um, a, num- a number's fine. Yeah, so let's call it. Yeah, let's call it another nice round five then. Five. Not loads uh, to it, but you know. Yeah. So I'm going to go a bit lower, I'm afraid, just because I've heard, I've, you know, it, it's another. Yeah, it is, it is it's another familiar one, I guess. It's very familiar to me. There's not much to it. It doesn't explain. There's no backstory as to why they're walking along in a prom dress or anything, apart from which I developed, which I've copy copywritten. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just not not a huge amount to it, really. So, I mean, I'm, and it's not very original. I'm going to go two now, I'm afraid. No, fair enough. Hey, it's not, you know, it's not my urban legend. I bought it along. I, I didn't make it up. Well, I think that you did, and you're seeing I'm, you're, you're seeing might, how it play, you're seeing how it plays out. And it's, I might be uh, related to Mr. Chippers. I might not. <laughs> it's not. That's not going well. Um, Reach. So uh, I've not heard of it. I've heard of similar. It sounds like it's been around since the fifties. So it's got a bit of reach through time, but I don't know how big it it is. I mean, you haven't mentioned that it's in any books or anything it seems to be on websites and stuff and kind of a local one so um again it's going to be quite low for me so i'm going to give it just because i'm feeling generous a three now fair enough um i think i might have seen something about there's some there has been some telling the story or something but yeah it's not been on supernatural which is our litmus test it's, it's your um, litmus as test as, as far as i know yeah well you, you were the one who kept bringing it up so i just that's become my litmus <laughs> test um or as far as I know, it might have been, you know, but I, but I can't remember looking That's at that. Whole, whole of Series 17 is about this. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody finally gets angry enough to email in and it's just about, you know, you got the supernatural bit wrong. <laughs> I was really enjoying it up till then, then you fucked it up. Yes. Um, I don't care. Not true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't think this one's got a lot of reach, to be honest with you, uh, either. So I'll give it a break. Three. Okay, and that gets an overall score of a fairly low 28. Um, so, uh, what we will say is the admin bit. Um, you can email us at earth.legends.podcast.gmail.com. If you've got anything you want us to have a look at or you've got anything that you feel you must express, um, otherwise, uh, do some subscribe and likes and whatever if you can be bothered. Um, but beyond that, um, you know, I hope you have a nice week. And um, I, uh, I don't really have any final thoughts. Neil, you? No, not really. Um, yeah, I'm going to get back to my David, to my David Bowie San Celestino drinks this Sunday. I'm going to spend drinking water. All right, very nice, very nice indeed. I'll speak to you all next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.